So this is our first time being a little bit meta. Um, we're recording this in two parts. Uh, it's our very delayed, highly anticipated third episode. It's also going to be the first episode where on rss.com it tells me how many followers we have because you need three episodes. <laughs> so I've been pestering Sophia less about the listener and more about my own I want to know how many followers I didn't even know that no, I, just, like, joking, I literally I'm found joking. oh oh okay I, literally, I mean am I but I really do <laughs> wait do you actually with three episodes you, you need three have, episodes in order to you never to get, told me this no wonder you were record well and uh, the consistency we're late on this one we said like we do it weekly or bi-weekly you know, we're probably going to be more like a tri-weekly for this episode. Yeah. Um, but we have a lot of shit going on. Yeah. Sophia just started the new academic school year. Yeah. Um, Class of 2023. Very Let's busy go. at work. I've got a lot of things going on. Um, but you don't care about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you care about corn. You care about you corn. corn. <laughs> and talk about your corn. Yeah, so one of the things Sophia and I were just uh, talking about... Shucking corn. Yeah, well... <laughs> there's that, a lot of corn There's in a lot house. of corn in our life right now. <laughs> one, I hate shucking corn. And I've had this idea of having a business where you just shuck corn. And you it's like a, uh, like a corn shucking uh, subscription where, you know, you, you go and you get the fresh corn and then someone shows up and they shuck it all for you. Which I don't see the point of, because I feel like if you already buy corn from a supermarket, like it comes shucked. Like there's no, I don't go yeah, to the you, supermarket. So you want to see the husks on them. No one wants to see that though. You want to see no, those no, no. husky corn. You'd be selling, okay. You'd be selling like, like a caviar type market of people who want to see the husks of the corn but who are also too lazy to shuck the corn. Because in my opinion, there are two kinds of people in this world. There are the people like me who just want their shucked corn, so they go into the supermarket and they get their shucked corn. And then there's the people who want to shuck their corn, right? There's not a lot of people in the middle who have corn that needs shucking who wouldn't just buy it unshucked. Does that make sense? Like, you're selling to a very small market here, which is a good thing, though, because you need to find your caviar market. You need to find your people... We were talking about this in freaks. Chinese class. Yeah, we were talking about freaks. We were talking about this in Chinese class. We were talking about, uh, the question was, actually, okay, my Chinese class has great icebreaker, icebreaker questions that would be really good for this podcast. But one of them was, if you could have endless supply of any food, what would it be? I said food that tastes good because <laughs> I feel like, I, I said like beyond a certain level of tasting good, any food of that, I would want endless supply Wait, of. Wait, you'd want an endless supply like on a desert island or you just always want to have it like in your like house? Like you always have it, right? And this one chick um, uh, in my group, she said she would love to have an endless supply of caviar so that she could sell caviar to a, like a smaller market and make a bunch of money off it. And then one of the guys in our group was like, okay, but if you do that, then the caviar, like the price of caviar will go down because you are now selling so much caviar. She's like, no, 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 I'll sell it, sell it to like a select few. She's going like, to be okay, the OPEC of caviar. Yes, exactly. Like we were saying like she's going to be like like the diamonds, like the blood diamonds. Like we were saying like, okay, but you're going to like kill a bunch of businesses for like caviar uh, in the caviar market, like you're going to kill all these small businesses, right? But then she said, no, 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 no. I just want a small share in the caviar business. Like, and then she's like, you know, I want to spread it by word of mouth, which I feel like is smart. So, okay, your corn shucking business would have to be that kind of business. Like it has to be in a small select kind of people who have unshucked corn, but don't. Like they want to see it. Okay, well here's here's the value add. Here's the value. That sounds like kind of creepy though. Like listen, unshuck my corn, like and they want to watch it. That's some weird. That's that's weird. Okay, but here's the thing: they're cosplaying as Jonathan Davis from Corn. So they come to your house and they're shucking <laughs> the corn. The second kind of corn that we need to talk about. And you K, get to pick. You get to pick what Jonathan Davis you get. Do you want? Ooh. You want meffed up '90s Davis, or do you want sober Davis? Is he okay? Wait, this sounds like an out of pocket question. Is Jonathan Davis alive? Yes. Okay, that's feel like a very mean question, but I just don't know because like I don't know. Sophia, Jonathan Davis 
is, is here. in our basement. Is in our basement. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we have a title. <laughs> we have a title, guys. We did it. Jonathan, Jonathan Davis, Davis is in my is basement, in shucking corn. Room. No, oh, Jonathan Davis, Davis shucks is, corn. D- Jonathan Davis is in my kitchen shucking corn. Oh, well, then we can write corn with a K. Oh, this is so meta. This is so meta. You know, I never knew the story though. So apparently, the name Roll corn credits. comes from obviously children of the corn, oh, which I knew okay. about. I, I knew that. that. But then also he did it with the K because of a story that a, in his own words, a gay friend of his had a sexual encounter story. And Mm -hmm. so if we have any listeners out there that have knowledge about what that could be, um, please let me know because I I have no idea. Okay. Um, But talk about your corn rediscovery. Oh, yeah. I thought that was interesting. I was just too tired. I like thought it was, it was like one of those things, you know, when you're having a conversation with someone and they're saying something that's really interesting and like you're very invested in it, but you don't have the ability to like talk back. Like you were talking to me about this in the car and I was like, oh, wow, like that's so interesting. But I just wasn't engaging back. You know what I mean? So, yeah, go back to, you should talk about corn. Yeah, which I'll talk about. I like that. Yeah. So. And how you didn't uh, take me to see the strokes. When you yeah. Or Franz Ferdinand. Ah, screw you. Uh, <laughs> screw you. No, actually, screw you. I'm so upset about that. I'm and there so was another big artist. I was artist so too. busy. There was another big artist there, too. I didn't I have time to was. text you. I think it was Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, it what? was. It was Red Hot Chili Peppers, The Strokes, and Franz Ferdinand at Soldier Field. And we didn't go, and we had the chance to go. But wow. you know what? You live, you learn. Hey, Talk about corn. We do got to think about Riot Fest. Anyway. Okay. Okay, whatever, so whatever. for that's September coming Send up. Send us Riot Fest VIP tickets, please. Yeah. Please. Oh, you know what? Though? We could go <laughs> see. We well, could go we see. We should start a P.O. box. Send we us could go Riot see Fest. Alexis is on fire. Oh. Alexis on fire. Uh, they're doing uh, like non-Riot Fest, but like at, uh, shoot, I can't remember. It's right next to Peoria Meat Packaging. Um, they're doing a show there that weekend. Woodstock? They're part of. They're at Riot Fest, but then <laughs> they're also ninety nine. Okay, I'm I'm so, putting way too much content into this content. Okay, okay, we're getting well, off track. So okay. corn. So I recently was watching the documentary on Netflix, ninety nine Woodstock or Trainwreck. It's called Trainwreck. Which I'm gonna just quickly make an aside here. That's a stupid name for that thing. I get it. It was a train wreck. It was a train wreck. But just call it ninety nine Woodstock, or just call it. You know, something like why? Why call it train wreck? No, it just sounds so stupid. There's there was no trains. It, it, it was at an it was in an abandoned uh, 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 air force base. You couldn't call it something like airplane themed. You can't come up with why train wreck? What the fuck? Like it just it was just no made no sense to me. It made no sense to me. Um, no no sense. I just thought of a horrible joke. I'm not going to voice it. But anyways, with um corn. And they were one of the headliners at 99 Woodstock. And at the time, I would have been five years old. Um, so obviously not really listening to very much corn or anything aside from Thomas the Tank Engine or perhaps some Beatles and things like this. And, uh, you know, I was watching the documentary. I started reflecting. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I actually love corn. Like I w- was into, you know, corn a lot when I was 11, 12 years old. And I remember going through the thought process of, okay, I really like this band, but I'm scared to tell my parents because just listening and seeing some of these lyrics and, you know, these album covers, they're going to be a little freaked out. I was still only like 11 or 12, so that would have been like 2005. So See You on the Other Side had just come out, and, you know, that had a lot of big songs. You had Twisted Transistor, you had Coming Undone, you had um, not Make Me Bad. Make Me Bad, or Make Me Bad was one, like, was one of my favorite songs, but that's from Issues. Um, but there's, an, there's another one. It's Throw Me Away. I think Throw Me Away is on See You on the Other Side. Um, yeah, Throw Me Away is definitely on See You on the Other Side. That was one of my favorite tracks. Um, and so... I just started thinking like, wow, there's like bands that I was into that I didn't really share because some of my friends were like, oh, I didn't know you were so into corn. You know, I'm telling them this now and they knew me back then. And like, I didn't know that. And I was like, yeah, I guess I never really told people because I was more so like concerned, like if my parents find out they're going to be kind of worried, which is funny because now I have a daughter and I think like, okay, I'm putting myself 10 years into the future and I see that, and I'm like, hmm. You wouldn't what's... want to listen to corn? Not, I'm just saying, 
like I know corn, right? Yes. But if if it's called pebbles out of something like pebbles. some other band, yeah, 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 some other like thing something that I have no context of that's you. unknown to me. Yes. It's not that I would be on its surface worried. I'd be more so like I'd see the lyrics and I'd be a little concerned about the subject matter and her maturity to interpret it and understand it. So I think my personal case is I'd probably sit with her and work through some of that stuff. Yeah. But it's also kind of complicated. Like there's a lot of themes in there that are very difficult that I. I maybe don't want to explain to an 11 or 12 year old what yeah. like, you know, uh, sexual assault is or what, um, well, you, you know, you want uh, them to know what it is, but you don't want to like go into a deep dive. Right. And be like, Hey, so really... what he's talking about here is this or that, yeah. you know? So it's almost like I probably just let it be because it's like, well, you know, either they figure it out on their own or in the future they will and things like that. Yeah. Um, and at the time for me, I was just chasing that heavy, heavy music like I really I went from I think my progression was very much mm-hmm. Beatles <laughs> to Queen oh Queen to Pink Floyd oh and then Linkin Park let's say was parallel to that kind of stuff but then also oh, Pink Floyd um had their song Another Brick in the Wall which Korn covered like that one. that's how I got into Korn I remember oh, really? in Rhapsody the the music application yeah, it the, showed the, the, the shuffle like like it well it would show like related artist or something yeah, like yeah, this yeah, yeah. and so I saw corn and I thought that was kind of funny I, I don't know I just thought it was funny I click on it mm-hmm. and I see this album it's see you on the other side that's got this picture of this like pale you know vampiric child <laughs> and like uh, uh, a, a rabbit in the background and a horse it's kind of like you know uh, occultish imagery. And I thought that was just cool. Like I was, I was into that kind of stuff that was kind of like, Ooh, this is interesting. You know, like most children end up getting, and at the time preteens end up getting really, some end up getting curious about this stuff. And in general, like I, I was just curious about it and I would listen to it and I was like, Oh man, this is heavy. Like, and then mm-hmm. I just kept kind of going down that spiral and going for heavier and heavier music. Cause I just liked the way that it made me feel. And then my first concert ever I was 13. I don't know why my parents let me do this. At 13, It was at the yeah. Rave Eagles Ballroom. Um, <laughs> it was uh, Taste of Chaos, uh, 2007 it would have been. And it was uh, Bring Me the Horizon was headlining. Um, so it was Bring Me the Horizon, Four Year Strong, Cancer Bats, and Pierce the Veil. And oh my God, it's just this room full of people much older than me. And I'm in there moshing like crazy. This probably like t- early 20s person like pulls me aside at one point and says like, you're in the mosh pit? And I go like, yeah. And I th- think, I, I, for some reason I thought like, yeah, I'm, you're just another person. But they probably saw how young I was because I still look very young today. And I must have looked real young. And they're really like, wow, small. dude, you guys are hardcore. Um, like, you know, hats off to you. And I, I, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like I felt it was actually kind of weird, but, um, you know, I kept chasing those heavier and heavier sounds and corn was definitely one of those early heavy sounds. And it was at the right time that 2005, 2006, that album just comes out and I am just like totally into it. Um, and I never really shared it with too many people, the corn piece of it. Um, so it was cool to reflect on that. And, and I'm sure a lot of other people are out there and they listen to music and they, probably reflect back and like, oh yeah, I got into this because of this and I never really shared it with people and that kind of progression, you know, uh, and you went from this band to that band to this band to that band. Well, my question is for you, like, uh, this is definitely going back a little further into the conversation, but it kind of popped up when you were like 11, 12, 13, you're like a little kid and obviously you know certain things, but were you, were you aware of the the content that is in Korn's, Korn's lyrics, like how much do you understand of that actually at 11 years old? Because like I'm thinking, I really don't think an 11-year-old would be able, like it depends on the 11-year-old, but I really don't think a lot of that, I feel like a lot of that would go over your head. Oh, it age. absolutely So it did. did, yeah. Okay, so you realize it like afterwards, like okay, this is what this means, this is that. And I, I think, I think, I don't know. I have to listen to a little bit more of Korn. I'm, I've really not really gone into their music much. Um, I need to do a little deep dive, like do the This Is Korn on Spotify playlist and then ask someone who listens to Korn, probably you, to make me a personalized playlist because I always prefer, for me, like I, um, 
I really like getting into new genres and I really, really love when someone, when I'm like, hey, like, I know you like this genre. Can you make me a playlist? And they make me the playlist of said artist, album, like genre, because then I know it's, it's, it's a little different from Spotify because Spotify is just going to give you like the most popular songs, which is great. And it's a great way to get in. But I really recommend for anyone who's into music or like likes experimenting with music. Um, and I don't like every playlist that someone makes for me. I always ask like, hey, can you make me one? And they make me one. It's like their favorite song. So you get a glimpse into a glimpse of us, Joji. No, you get a glimpse. <laughs> into, <laughs> you get a glimpse into like what they like, what someone else experiences. Um, but I need to get more into corn and how they touch on these matters and stuff, because I think it's really interesting that they talk about such heavy subjects yeah. in that music. I think that's really um, and I, interesting. But I don't know, like how much, I, like when did you start realizing this stuff? Like when did you start analyzing the lyrics? Oh, right. Right now when I got back into them. Oh, okay. okay um, right. Because otherwise it was just, you know, casual listening. Um, and, you know, I really stopped. I... Watching 99 Woodstock reignited the flame, and I... Please call it Woodstock 99. I actually thought the show was called Woodstock 99 until you said it was Trainwreck. I fucking hate that And you keep saying 99 Woodstock, and it actually makes me upset, because in the show, like, take a shot every time they say Woodstock 99. (sighs) Every time they say, they thought this was Woodstock. It was not. It was a Trainwreck. It it was not Woodstock. (laughs) Well, I also Fucking hate those, like, performative um, activism is the word for it. Oh, that's a good like, word. Like, I fucking hate, um, oh, sorry. <clears throat> I freaking hate uh, performative activism of, like, uh, you know, let's just have a bunch of, you know, people pay all this money to go to a concert and see all their favorite artists. But it's in the name of peace and love. If you want to do something in the name of peace and love, do it in the name of peace and love. If you want to go to a concert and get high, go to a concert and get high. Don't mix the two and pretend you're doing something special. That makes me upset. It just, it's very fake and very, I'm going to enjoy myself, but also feel like I'm contributing to the world in a way. Um, Unless any of those funds were going to like actual, which I don't know, it might have been. I don't know if Woodstock used the money, the profits for any kind of charity that isn't just like a stupid charity, but an actual Doubt, charity doubtful um which is very doubtful doubtful x doubt um yeah just don't do that i just that kind of stuff really does it rubs me the wrong way because it's so it's just so disingenuous um so i don't like i didn't like the idea of woodstock 99 i don't think i would have gone just because but it, it was very prime for the time it was those kind of things yeah, that would I know. happen i know but people still do that stuff like you still see yeah. people like milking you know, people it. like they're like I, okay i don't always i don't always hate when people put on their like um i don't know if you guys have seen this but when people have instagram stories and it's filled with all sorts of stuff of like um just bringing attention a lot of like really interesting topics that are kind of not talked about a lot like whether it's something about racism or sexism or um, discrimination against disabilities, I think sometimes they are very helpful. And sometimes I learn about a group that's marginalized that I had no idea was marginalized. Um, But a lot of the time, it's the same thing over and over again. And for you, it's just an easy click of share to my story just so you can seem a little better on your social media. And And that rubs me the wrong way. It's very performative. That that used to happen with like... Bracelets. Oh, yeah, like Facebook and before, bracelets, well, yeah. before Facebook, you you will never know what this is, but the amount of bracelets Trimal. I've seen in my life that say "I heart boobies." <laughs> Do you even know what this is? Wait, I thought "I heart boobies" was like "I heart like boobies," like boobies, boobies, like. Okay. The breast, was it like cancer, for breast cancer. Oh my god, you're kidding! And it was sold no, it wasn't at uh, what's the store? Bre- Zoomies. Zoomies? Yeah. I, I knew it was Zoomies. I knew it was Zoomies. And everywhere else that had to do like, like probably the hot, hot topic, topic yeah. of 2000. And it was a staple item to have on your iHeart boobies. That's so maybe gross. two, three, four, five different color versions of it. And it was always, you'd always see them all over the place. And so it's very similar to that sort of badging of things, badging of, <laughs> of it. And I, I don't know, it's just. I I wonder, I really would like to know, to your point, like how many dollars 
Like, I'd love to hear that, like, oh, yeah, like 90, 90% of those dollars actually went to breast cancer research or, or funding. Like, that, that would be like, you know what? That's, that's cool. That's good. I'll have to look into that whole thing. I, you know, Netflix, maybe make a documentary about the I Heart Boobies bracelets or something, you know? <laughs> you guys got nothing better to do. I think we shit on Netflix in our first half of this, too. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we did. But, yeah, with corn, I think Netflix? one of the... I, I don't remember... But I think with Corn, I remember like going through the lyrics and trying to reflect back on like why they maybe spoke to me back then. Mm-hmm. I think maybe more so the music and the heaviness, maybe some, which in general music will do this, some pieces of the lyrics would speak to me about specific things that I felt I identified with that had nothing to do with the actual singer's intention. I think I interpreted them and made them fit what I wanted them to be for me if that makes sense Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know and you kind of tweak it like if he talks about like a flesh wound or being you know torn into pieces or things like that yeah I would think about like at the time my dermatitis yeah was horrible and I had this you know just severe pains in my skin uh and it was really bad like really bad uh extreme dermatitis i was you know immobile like it could move certain parts of my body it was really bad it was a bad situation infections all the time so it was like i i really it was a it was a helpful outlet and i think that's probably why i definitely felt like those lyrics made sense okay yeah that definitely does make a lot of sense and i i do see that a lot i think one of my favorite things in the world because I've I've always been a huge music fan. It's just, it's never been something that wasn't there. Like, I don't understand people who don't need music in the background. I constantly, constantly, constantly need it in the background. Like, whether it's on my headphones. Yeah, or even if you're sitting loud. in the car next to me and I'm trying to drive to Giordano's and have you <laughs> walk in to off. pick up the pizza. I know you did, but that's why I put music because I was pissed. Well, because if you put no, because my head is okay. Okay, for the five minutes, I didn't to, know how long. I didn't know how long it was going to take you to get the coupon, so I thought there was going to be fuck? another five minutes, and I was like, oh well, I can fit in a song in the five minutes it's going to take you to grab the Giordano's coupon. So I'm going to listen to music until we get to the car, and then I take out my music because you're obviously going to be playing music in the car, you know. But for that little moment, I need music. Okay, like I need it. I don't know. It triggered me. I was uh, triggered. Well, too bad. I took it off when we started playing music in, music in the car. And I can hold a conversation with one earbud in my ear. Anyways, this is a stupid argument. Oh, yeah. I don't you think they understand. You said she was going to have music quietly in the background while ha- having a conversation. I do me. that all the time. With me? Yeah, with everyone. I'm going to take those Bluetooth headphones and smash them. <laughs> smash them. No, it's nice because I like being able... To have both in the What do moment. you listen to when you're having these conversations with me? At the time, well, it's not all the time, but at the time that we were having that conversation, I was listening to After the Storm by Kali Uchis. And is it Kali Uchis or Kali Uchis? I honestly don't know, but I love her to Uchis. death. Uchis. Kali Uchis. Kali Uchis. Kali And Uchis. Tyler, the creator, which incredible song. Um, and I had You Know How We Do It um, by Ice Cube queued up afterwards. Because I have this really good playlist. I played it one time when I was on the train to Chicago. Um, It is actually like one of the most epic playlists I made. It is one of those playlists that I made for one day and expected to delete it like at 3 p.m. of the same day. And I never did because it's just a great lineup of songs. Um, Anyways, completely off topic. Um, With music, I love rediscovering music that I listened to when I was like 12 years old. And then actually looking at the lyrics now and experiencing it now. And I do the same thing with movies and TV shows for sure. Um, it's got to be cool I because love... you're growing up with things like Spotify that let you do that. Like, Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I grew up using stuff on, you know, you'd have YouTube, YouTube videos that you'd turn into a playlist. In fact, I was in a really interesting transition time where I had CDs. I had yeah. See You on the Other Side. I had actual CDs. Yeah. I would get CDs from the library or I would get CDs at Barnes and Noble and listen to them inside the Barnes and Noble or the borders. You know, they had like a way for you to like listen to the stuff right there. Um, I had, I remember my brother getting a radio with like a CD. It was like a radio with CD thing for his birthday one year. He was probably like eight. I was probably like seven. And I mean, it was silver and we used that. We used the shit out of that radio. 
we'd listen to stuff all the time. We'd pop CDs in there all the time. Audiobooks, we were super into listening to audiobooks at night. Um, I mean, it was just a cool time. And, what would and then you we transitioned to, to like Good Night Moon. No, Artemis Fowl. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Good night, Moon. <laughs> no, and then our little brother was around, so we would listen to Good Night like, Moon children's Stella stories. Luna. Wait, would you actually? That yeah. seems like oddly sweet for you to do to Ugito. We I didn't, don't believe Ma that you would. would. Put that in. Oh, okay. Because I was like, that seems like very out of character for you two to do for him. No, we wouldn't do okay, it. Okay, that him. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Ma was big on uh, Pandora too. Oh yeah, and then do there you was remember Pandora? Pandora? There was Rhapsody and Pandora. Rhapsody, and Pandora. You weren't here for this. You were not here for this. But Django, do you 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 don't know Django, right? Just Unchained. <laughs> Just Unchained. No, this is Django without the D. Django, it's uh, Django. Django. It's Virgin Django. The Django. Um, <laughs> no, it's not the Django. It's Django without the D. So, um, so Virgin Django was. Um, it was free, and this is when we were living in. Um, oh wait, have we shared? The- Banque. Who gives? Okay, a shit? who Where gives it? Who gives a? Who gives a hoot? Um, this is when we were living in Chile. Um, my family and I. Um, Ed was. You you were he, Ed was married and living his best life here, so I don't think he was really here for this. But this was a big portion of like my music developing. So Django, um, obviously we couldn't afford like Pandora or Rhapsody or whatever. Um, so we did Django, and Django was like this. It's like this free music thing where it makes like it's like a radio essentially, and it plays music for certain things. So it's like you can choose like indie, romantic, whatever. And it'll also, like, have this thing where it'll play, like, independent artists who, like, have Django, like, sponsor them. And they're always trash. Like, they rarely are good. And um, our brother, Ugito, who we've mentioned a couple of times, hyper fixated on one of these bands. They were called... Wait, he on. was into them or he just fixated no, on No, he fixated them were. as a joke because he knew that I didn't like them. And, like, I remember, like, it's... It's really not that good music, um, but he like fixated on them, and he would always play their songs. They were Amy called like, the Schumer's Willows or something. Nighttime Wonders. Hold on, let me actually. Can you tell them? Can you talk about something entertainer guess while I look for the name of this? Um, so here are the top ten reasons you should order uh, or have a Roth IRA. The Willing, the Willing. It was called the Willing, and he would always play um, "Wonderful Life" and "Ancient Aliens" by them. And Interesting. I remember it would aliens. annoy me so much that he would play this. And then what he would do is like, I remember that New Year's, um, he kept saying that the first song of the year, I think it was probably like 2017 or something, would be a willing song. And I was like, no, I'm not letting you do it. And I remember we like fought over the computer. Like it, was, it hit 12 and we were like, we we're like wrestling over the computer or whatever to like play a song. And he did win, and he played The Willing, A Wonderful Life for, like, the first. But, yeah, anyone out there, go listen to The Willing. Um, I Now I need it's to like a this. It's like a band of, like, these old men. Do you think they'll men. sue you if you play it on our podcast? No, I'm Probably I'm sorry, not. Probably willing. not. But it's like an old, hey, it's like they're older willing. people They're band. willing to. They're oh, willing to the, sue you. The Willing is willing. But, um, yeah. Anyways, Django was like that. But what I liked about Django is that it Django would play, like, artists that janky. I didn't know as well. It was and janky. So it was no, 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 it was. And so what would happen was like, but there, there'd be like songs that I never heard of, an artist I never heard of, and I would just be like, oh, what song is this playing? And I'd make note of it, and I'd look them up later. And I met a lot of good artists um, that I still listen to this day. Like, um, I, I still listen to a lot of Kings of Convenience, and I found. What, King, <laughs> Wait, what the not fuck heard are Kings, these band names? Kings of Convenience. They're not an independent artist, but I really like a lot of their songs. Um, it's a little older, but I like um I like Miss Red. Um I'd rather dance with you. And these Wait, are songs that are still MS dot red or is it M I No, Miss Red, like when you misread something. Oh, okay, like okay. I thought it was like M I No, no, no. I should show you actually some of there's <laughs> there's was, a sprinkled amongst was capital <gasps> among? M um, oh. capital M. Dun 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 boom boom. Anyway, so um like among? <laughs> I can't say among or amongst. It's like, I don't know. It's just a thing. But, um, yeah, I really like, I still listen to them to this day. You're going to look them up right now. I can already hear you looking it up. But, yeah, that was a big, that was a big shaper for me. Django was a big shaper for me. 
Um, and I remember, like, this is going a little bit before, like, maybe five years before when I was, like, maybe, I want to say, well, not five years, what am I saying? Like, the nine to ten range, like, eight, nine, ten, um, I would use my mom's tablet and songs that I liked. Um, I had this, like, little, I don't know, small, like, five by seven notebook, um, and I would look up songs that I liked. And I remember the first song that I did, it was, um, oh my God, what song was that? It's a song where she talks about, uh, it's like, it's like that one song. It's like old. She threw away her key. It's Gloria something. Gloria Estefan? No, it's not Gloria Estefan. She like throws her key. It's like about, about a guy, and she leaves her. Oh, I will survive. Oh, okay. okay. The first song that I transcripted, I I really liked lyrics, and so I would look up the lyrics version of YouTube songs, and I would like write them in a notebook, which I found out later my mom would do in the '80s when she was like around that age, and I thought it was kind of interesting because I did that independently of her doing that in the '80s. It wasn't like I was trying to like revive a habit. Um, so that was a big thing for music for me. Um, and it was the first time I would listen to music on my own, like using my mom's tablet, looking up lyrics. Um, and the first song, yeah, I remember it was I Will Survive, which I love that song. And I would like write the lyrics down, um, in a notebook and I had a bunch of songs in there. And then, then it was like Django stuff, like looking up the songs afterwards on my own and looking at the artists. My first, my first favorite ar- artist was Sarah Borales. I've definitely <laughs> strayed. I have That's definitely, definitely strayed. To your mother. Okay, no, ma- like I remember I like Sarah because she like my mom didn't really listen to her. She was I introduced Ma to Sarah Borales and then she liked Sarah Borales. But I it was like it was like independent of that. And then I I grew out of Sarah. Um, but definitely Ma influenced that, like the indie. Um, she was more Regina Spector, Nora Jones type. And yeah, I was going to say Nora Jones. I like Nora Jones now that I'm a little older. I think at the time I was like, mm, this is what Ma listens to. I don't want to listen to that. Um, then it moved into my Spotify. John Mayer is like female <gasps> Nora Jones, and Nora Jones is like. That is so true. I love John Mayer, though. I listen to John Mayer John to Mayer's this great. day. And so is Nora Jones. Also, both of them are great. My choir teacher made the funniest joke the other day. I don't know if anyone from my choir class is listening to this. That would be kind of embarrassing. But like, Mr. Mr. Bleep, (laughs) he made this joke. Like he, we were doing a stretch, and he used the word body, and he said, "Or as John Mayer would say." Your body, like your body is wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it was so bad because no one else really laughed. Like everyone kind of chuckled, but I was like laughing. Like I was the only one who's like really laughing because I could hear the song like, your body is a wonderland. <laughs> That's pretty good. It was a great That's got to be the nice thing about having like a great voice is like you can just like use your body something from a song into like, <laughs> you know, just do it perfectly. Like. <laughs> yeah. It was just funny because he's like, He's like, move your body this way or whatever, or as John Mayer would say. <laughs> like, can you imagine being like a really... Whitney Houston. No, or just being able to at like any point yeah. just break into... You know how to Rick Astley phase? Oh, that's another phase I never talked about. I had a phase when I was maybe 13 years old. I think, I want to say for about three months... All I would listen to was exclusively Rick Astley songs. He has a lot of bops that are severely underrated. Um, Take me to your heart. Take whenever me you need to somebody. Your heart. Um, hold me, me in your arms. Together forever. Uh, don't say goodbye. Like don't say goodbye, girl. Oh my god, that Just hook don't. had me like in a chokehold when I was thirteen years old. And it was the biggest face. I, I just loved his voice. I loved his music. It was incredible. It was one of the best three months of my life, probably. Okay, now I just want to name the episode Rick Astley had my sister in a chokehold. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I kind of like that one. I do like that one. But I also like the corn one because there's a little bit of a, a mixture of like corn because we're talking about shucking corn and also corn the band. 
which ties into a couple different things that we're having a conversation of today. Whereas chokehold, like we're not talking about like like wrestling. wrestling. <gasps> oh, oh my god, I love when that happens. I love when that happens. Um, sorry, I just love wrestling. Like, no, not wrestling, but I just love when like. I love wrestling too. <laughs> yeah, I love wrestling. <laughs> Shout out to my wrestler friend Thomas out there. Wait, Thomas wrestles. He's been wrestling for like five years. Yeah, he's a wrestler. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Sorry, Thomas. <laughs> I don't know. All the wrestlers when I was in high school were not. No, he's no. a cool wrestler. Okay. He's a cool wrestler. He's like the guy. He's who got, he's got some seriously no. good. Uh, you, Thomas, I'm going to say this on the podcast. I'll tell you in person. Just. Please go to Second City and do some, just up. for fun. Whether He's it's for, so funny, I would love to have you him make on the career, podcast. Just, just do it. Like, yeah, we'd be honored. Like, if you really want, like, we'd be honored. You're you're got a great sense of humor. If you could be delivery. on the podcast and tell that story that you told us on the way home from Lala, I, now I feel like I'm teasing. Like our, like I'm teasing Did we our even listeners. Talk about post Lala. We didn't, right? Oh, we didn't talk about post Lala. Um, Lala was fun. We're already talking about all kinds of music. Yeah, so. we're talking about plenty of music. Um. I went for Joe and I stayed for the Marias. Okay, the Marias, I, after I listened to them live, I looked back at all my playlists from like the past five months and I realized that they had made an appearance on like 90% of my playlists, but I never considered them one of my favorite artists. And then I was like, when they went live, I was like, oh my God, wait, I know the lyrics to this song. And that one, and this one, and I wait. I recognize that. Yeah, song. you and um, Tom- Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, you, you and Thomas knew like. Everything. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it was incredible to me because it's like one of those things where it's like I didn't brand myself as a the Maria's fan until I realized it's like almost like it's like that aha moment in like a romantic comedy from like two thousand seven with Mark Ruffalo and like I don't know. Uh, Julia Roberts where it's like oh my god like I really do love him it was me but it was that but I've with loved the him the whole time I've loved him the whole time and after that I started listening to them like hardcore listening to the Marias um I love them by hardcore do you mean that you would do remixes of Corn and the <laughs> Marias <laughs> yeah. okay so quick aside Quick One aside. thing that me and my older brother used to do, which I don't think no, your generation does no. very much, is we would go into, I think rap, maybe it was Rhapsody. No, no, no. It was like Windows Media Player or some weird, it was some weird tool. It was I called like DJ Blah. I don't I know, know what the about. fuck it was. The point is we would go in there and we could download MP3 files from wherever the hell, probably from our CDs or somehow burn them, something. I don't remember the exact process. point is we would take songs like Faint by Linkin Park. And we'd take something like, hmm, I don't know, uh, just some random like techno something or Daft Punk or like just something from anywhere and make our own remixes of this stuff. And oh my God, we had more, we had more fun than we actually produced anything quality, but we'd almost like always be constantly lying to ourselves that this was like, this was it. This is the one that's going to get a bunch of YouTube views. (laughs) Never uploaded them to YouTube. And we would just sit there listening and be like, uh, let's increase the tempo so the breakdown happens three times instead of once. Or I don't know what the hell. Just weird shit. And I don't know if your generation really... Remixes? Yeah, no, we make but, remixes. But, but it's I don't like know remixes if my like generation did it songs. or if I was just weird. Well, we would do, we do like a I lot just, of like remixes of TikTok songs. It's like Say So by Doja Cat X like baby come oh, home yeah, slash yeah, valentines yeah, yeah. by the neighborhood sped up with reverb with like an anime girl in the back but it's meant to be a joke or, or is it meant to be no good? no it's serious it's serious it's very serious because we were trying to be serious no no, no these are serious these are serious um but they're they're good i mean maybe not baby come home plus say so that would not be a good mix but like maybe like baby came home slash valentines with like uh, I want to be yours, Arctic Monkeys. Maybe that would be kind of good. Mm, I, I know don't know some if they of match. These songs. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's that's common with us with the remixes and like the aesthetic and like the reverb, the slowed and the reverb and the sped up is a huge thing just because of TikTok. So, so. if anybody out there is really good at remixing, if you give me a good mashup of the Marias and Corn, that would be terrible. 
That would be terrible. Someone's going to prove you wrong and they're going to do it. Well, that's why I'm saying that because would be here's terrible because I want to be the thing. The wrong. more I think about it, the more I, I think about it, the more I know it would work. Wrong. The more I know it would work. You don't know a lot Think about them, make me though. bad. Make me bad. Make me bad and calling back or calling you back. Calling you back. Oh, okay, wait, that would work. That would That would so work. Wait, work. that would work. It would really bring well. such that a would, dark would, element to the Maria's in this You're weird true. way. And the vocals are both also like just powerful enough. That's true. That, you know, her voice and his voice. I mean, oh, that would be Oh my god, oh. wait. And wait. here's and here's why it works. It works because Evanescence and Corn did a joint live cover. I don't know if it was SNL or what show it was. No, it was MTV Unplugged. They did MTV Unplugged where they did Freak on a Leash in maybe 2008, something like that. And, I mean, wow. Just incredible performance from both, you know, Amy Lee and from Jonathan Davis and the whole corn crew, right? The corn corn crew. crew? The whole corn crew. Do you think he's ever, do you think Jonathan Davis has ever thought about shucking corn? Do you, do you think when he, I, I definitely think, think he, he shucked corn? corn in his life. And he I wonder if corn. he's there and he's just chuckling, chuckling darkly Shuck, to chuckling himself. Chuckling and shucking. Just chuckling and saying, hey, I'm shucking corn. <laughs> or like, what if, what if, what if the whole band, the corn crew, <laughs> the corn crew. <laughs> what if they already have a what business? If they had a, what if they have the shucking corn no, business, wait, but wait, it's wait. underground and black if, market? What if the corn, what if the corn crew had a barbecue <laughs> they had to shuck the corn? corn. Hey folks, we got the corn crew out tonight. They'll be shucking the corn you'll be eating. <laughs> or at the end, they'll be like, all right, folks, we want to say thanks to everyone that came out, especially to the corn crew. The corn chuckers. The, the, the corn, corn the corn, Yeah, the corn crew was out here shucking corn. Uh, <laughs> this and is so unfunny, but funny right now. <laughs> um, oh, also, can I, I just, make like a Can total, I say corn crew one more time? Yeah. Corn crew. I want to make a total aside, and I don't know if it's going to go for the chemistry of the conversation. I could totally cut it out later. But I did want to tell you about my vision of um, a really good prank I could do on someone. So I... Ooh, I like pranks. Okay, so I recently have been working, like, because I got a new phone, and I feel very fancy and fun and, like, organized. And I've been working a lot on, like, just changing how the phone looks. So, like, working on my wallpaper, working on widgets, um, changing the icons on my phone to colors I like, whatever. And as I was changing the widgets, I was like, oh, my God, this is really annoying to change around. So for people who don't have an iPhone, um, like maybe Android users, um, when you – well, I think Android users can also change their icon. But regardless, whatever. For people who change, who don't know about changing icons, you essentially make – on iPhones, like you make a shortcut um, – to an app and it is an icon that shows on your home screen and the icon can be whatever you want right um so as I'm making these I'm thinking okay what if I hacked into someone's phone or got into their phone some way or another and I made like the google app look like the phone app and like the calculator app look like the calendar app and do that for every single app on their phone, like everything. And I wouldn't do it. Who are you so it's like, do it to? and I wouldn't. Well, I don't know yet, but I wouldn't do I it. I have like, recommendations. I don't want to know what your recommendations, but anyways. So I wouldn't do it like, oh, calendar is clock, and clock is now calendar, because then they'll come up to that and they'll be like, okay, whatever. I'll just have to deal with this. I want them to have to individually change every single icon in their phone. And, like, I just can't imagine how funny it is opening messages and it being clock. Like, well, imagine gotta, that. You got to do it in a way where... Who do I do it to, though? Well, you also got to do things that, like, make them doubt that anything's wrong yeah. to begin with. Yeah. Like, leave some of them normal. <laughs> leave some of them normal. Not, not, I don't even know if it's that as much as it is, like, Facebook opens Messenger... Yes, yes, so they yes. Start perfect, thinking, perfect, so they start perfect. thinking, wait, but it, Facebook is Messenger... Is it working? Oh, is it not? God, oh God. Is there some new setting? Like they just start Apple to Music doubt. is Spotify, but then some of them are totally different. No, Apple like, Music Apple is music Apple Podcast. Apple Music is Apple Podcast, but then yeah. some of the stuff is like totally different. Like you're trying to open like calculator and it opens Spotify like Spotify is like Spotify for producers. Like I don't know, whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah something weird. Um, I would definitely do that to someone. I, I, I don't know if I ever will do it, but because it then it takes a lot of like 
effort from me. And I'm not a big effort person. Um, so you'd have to do, and I'm not a big revenge person either. I don't really believe in revenge. Um, what do you mean you don't believe in it? Explain that. You don't believe in the benefits of revenge yeah, or you I don't, don't believe, believe the, that it I, happens? No, I believe that it happens, but I really don't see any benefits to revenge. I really feel like if someone screws me over, they screw me over and that's it. Like genuinely when someone screws me over or does something bad to me, that's pretty much where it ends. I don't really want any kind of retribution because the effort it takes for me to get the retribution is not worth the satisfaction of that. Unless it's something small, I I really don't see the benefits of revenge. I've never been a big revenge person. Um, I don't know if I've vengeance. ever exacted revenge on no, anybody. No, I've, I've, I've never exacted revenge on someone. Maybe someone's never done anything too bad on me, but I can imagine someone doing something bad to me, and I just imagine myself cutting them off. I can't think of myself ever wanting to, like, get back in a way. And I, I don't mean that in, like, a morality, like, Obviously, I think I'm, like, not a bad person. Like, I'm a good person. But just genuinely, I can't understand the satisfaction that comes from it. Like, making someone hurt as bad as you did. Like, you have nothing to gain, though. Because then if you're trying to get revenge, then they know that they hurt you. So where's the gain in that? Like, then they know that they did something bad to you. Why would you want them to know that? Just cut them off. I I still, I'm trying to think, like, do I know anyone who's... Yeah, I don't think I've ever done that. I don't I don't really care very much. Yeah. I can't imagine caring that much about someone screwing you over. Um no no hate to people who have revenge. Like, yeah, I mean, and if like, I've ever know, exacted like, revenge um, upon you, please let me know. Yeah. No hate to uh oh my god. Keanu Reeves in that movie where they kill his dog. Oh, that's different. John Wick. John Wick. Okay, no hate to John Wick. That's not revenge. That's justice. No hate to John Wick. That's very different. That's justice. Yes. Well, I'm also not a big thing on justice. Like, and I I believe in justice and I think it should be exacted. But also, like, I won't go out of my way for it. But yeah, no hate to John Wick. Um, Or Spider-Man in the first Spider-Man. It depends on the situation, though. Like, I I read a news story earlier today. No, of course it depends on the situation. I'm not saying that it's bad when other people do it. I'm just saying... In my life, for me and the people who hurt me, it gives me no satisfaction. If it gives someone else satisfaction, I will be satisfied that they are satisfied and they are happy with their revenge within, like, some realm of reason. Like, John Wick. That is vengeance, in my opinion. Um, That's not justice. That's vengeance. And I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that vengeance. Um, Vengeance. Yeah, I mean... Like, I I read a news story earlier today about um, a mother in India whose uh, boyfriend she caught red-handed trying to, like, rape her 14-year-old daughter. So she grabbed a knife from the kitchen and chopped his dick off. That's valid. To me, that's like, I see nothing wrong with that. Like, Morally speaking, there's nothing wrong with that in my opinion. No, not at all. I totally, I, like... I mean, he's kind of lucky, to be honest. Yeah. Lucky that nothing worse happened. Like, yeah. He, I, I really think that to me, that goes under vengeance to me, and I'm okay with it. Because. Is it vengeance or justice? I think. And what's the difference between vengeance and justice? I think vengeance is for the person who is being. Vengeance is. Yeah. Vengeance satisfies the person Avengers. who was. Um, done dirty, like done, like something bad happened to them. Justice is the punishment given out to the person who did something wrong. Or necessarily, it doesn't have to be punishment, but the consequence, I guess, because justice can also be good. For example, like if something bad was done to you and then someone fixes it, that is also justice. If you're not paid... That was a time to be alive, though. That was... When the Avengers were... (laughs) (laughs) It's a silent laughing. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I don't even remember what I was saying. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't even know how to move on from that. (laughs) 
I will move on from that. Okay. So justice is like the consequences, good or bad, for something. So like if you don't get paid correctly for your job and then your manager says, oh, no, I'm so sorry, and they pay you back for the job, that's justice. You're getting what you deserve. Vengeance is solely for the happiness and satisfaction of the person who was done wrong. So to me, man, you're so smart. That woman. That's why you get an A in English. That's why I get an English. That woman is getting vengeance, in my opinion, because um, that's not necessarily consequence for what he got. A consequence for what he did would be like you know not being allowed with around people who are 14. Um, you know, being put in prison, solitary confinement, um, that kind of thing. It's done for him and to prevent that person from committing the same actions. Cutting his dick off technically does prevent him from committing the action, but, you know, not totally. It, it, it really is do for the satisfaction of the Do you think surgeons, I think it. they do, do they have like a obligation to try to reattach? Or do, can they just be like, nah. <sighs> Obligation to attach. Like I a med- mean, I think they yeah, do have I a medical oath, right? Yes, so they have a medical oath. Um, yeah. I mean, as a doctor, yes, I guess you do have a. So you, if she shucks um, his corn, they gotta. <laughs> they gotta reshuck the corn. Yeah, they gotta. No, they gotta yeah, husk yeah. it back up. I mean, as a doctor, I guess you do take on the oath. Why do they that call it? Take care of people, but um, that doesn't mean that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's both can exist. Both can exist. You can both um, respect that she unshucked his corn and also respect that as a doctor, when you become a doctor, that um, their their duty is to reshuck the corn and also have no hate towards the doctor because that is what they sign up for. I guess both, both can coexist. A lot of things can coexist that a lot of people don't want to coexist. And that is why um, a lot of people are upset about things um, because they don't accept that there's complexities. They want things to be simple. Complications. Complications. Or no, it's consequences. Campeel. Yes, I love Campeel. Well, uh, from my perspective, oh god, I think that this is a good point. Yeah. To wrap this up. Yeah. I think it's time to shock this episode. Shock this episode. <laughs> to not be reshocked. Yeah, and it will not be reshocked. This is <laughs> this is this the is content content, content podcast. Unshucked. unshucked, unshucked edition, not uncensored. Unshucked. <laughs> yeah, content, content. And unshucked. we'll decide on a title later <laughs> during editing when we decide what sounds better. Definitely Johnny Davis shucking corn in my kitchen. Okay, but also, what was the other one you said? Something oh, it was about uh, someone doing something. Oh, Rick Astley has my sister in a chokehold. Yeah. I feel like Rick Astley is definitely more attractive. No, not like that. Like, he's more attractive to people because people know who Rick Astley is. People, uh, do people know who Johnny Davis is? But yeah. I, I just knew him by corn. Like, you know what I'm um, saying? I mean, I don't... We'll, so we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. That's for us to figure out, not our viewers. I'm, readers. Y- listeners. Listeners. Creeps. <laughs> Sorry. Stole that. <laughs> All right. I'm a well, creep? thank you, folks. Because I'm a uh, weirdo. Really, no, it has to do with it's always sunny podcast. <laughs> okay. 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 Thank you, listeners, for being thank patient so through this yes. process and getting this third episode out. It means so much. We have it does, and we have for this episode wonderful content. Um, so we are so glad that you're hanging in there with us. Now I know how many followers we have. <laughs> thank you so much. I am only using you for my own ego, but know that I still love you. Yeah, we really appreciate that you guys are, like, actually listening through the whole thing. Um, And we're glad for, you know, even if you listen to one of our episodes and you never find us again, thank you for listening to that one episode. Absolutely. Um, You know, we understand that everyone has busy lives. I definitely don't keep up with a lot of the content that I enjoy with you know, it's a it's a busy world we're in. Um, but if even if you listen to twenty minutes of this, or if you just hear this message, thank and you. And you know what? I'm gonna say it. This oh has been my favorite episode so far. Oh yeah, I agree. It's been this chill. has been my favorite been episode. Chill. So thank you all. Thank you. Because if it weren't for you, we wouldn't be doing this. So yeah. thank you. 